This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. We'd like to welcome you to DMZ on air. That's the Dunedin Multi Ethnic Council. We're with Peter Kesher on our arts and culture program. And we have two special guests in our studio with us. We have Mia and Eva. They're both from the Cook Islands, Marotonga. And um, we're very pleased and very honoured to have them here in the studio with us. Uh, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, first, there is Miriama. Mia, tell us, Mia, a bit, a bit about yourself and how you end up in Dunedin. Kia orana, everyone. Um, Kia orana. You know my name. <laughs> uh, so I've been in Dunedin now going on 15 years. Wow. 15 years, wow. Going on oh 15 God. years. It'll be 15 years come January. Oh, you're a local then. I'm local. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm part of the environment. The trees, the grass, even the roads know me. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I originally came down here back in twenty oh eight to study at Otago Uni, and I've been here ever since. Um, I yep, like Peter said, I do come from the Cook Islands. Um, I I I identify as full Cook Islander, even though I'm not. Yeah. But I Ooh. I identify yeah. as full Cook Islander. Of course. <laughs> I don't don't ask the other half. <laughs> I was going to, but <laughs> oh well, just, just frog legs just, or something. But I won't say anything. <laughs> oh, just just so everybody when um just to get get keep curiosity out of the way. I'm only half Cook Islander, um, and my mother is French. Welcome to our program, and Eva. Hi. Tell us about yourself. <laughs> Sure, sure. Okay. Kia ora, everybody. My name is Eva. And um, just like Mia, I'm also from the Cook Islands. Um, I'm a big fruit salad. I definitely say that. Um, so I was born in Fiji. So I have a strong connection to my Fijian side. But I was actually raised and I often tell people when they ask me, who am I? Where am I from? And what do, what do I know about the Cook Islands? I always say, um, the most important years of my life were spent in the Cook Islands. And so when I was about 12, we moved to the Cook Islands, which is the land of my grandmother. Um, and since then, I've lived in the Cook Islands with my family and gotten the opportunity to get to know my grandmother's land as well. She hails from the beautiful Nikau Para Aitsutaki. So shout out to any Cook <laughs> Islanders from Aitsutaki. What's up? What's up? Um, right here. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's my links to the Cook Islands. And I've so the best parts of my life have been in the Cook Islands. And I'm here in Dunedin now just to pursue some further studies at um, Otago University while Mia's Mia's already finished that part of her life, I guess. I, I'm sort of at more towards the start of that journey with Otago University. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, welcome to Dunedin, to Otipoti Dunedin. And we wish you the best with your studies and, and being at uni. Uh, try to keep you out Thank of trouble. You. <laughs> These places what like trouble. Castle Street. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's great to have you on our program. Um, so uh, how long will you be here 
Eva, how long do you think you'll be here? At least three years. Three years. Yeah, if I want to do a good job at uni, I, th- I should probably spend some good time. I think that's what Mia said when she arrived here. <laughs> <laughs> that was 15 years ago. You never know what could happen. Right. I'm, I'm open to being convinced, but, you know, home is still going to be a big part of me. So, um, for both of you, being in New Zealand, um, because the Māori language and... Um, Cook Island, they're very similar, and you even have um, um, what Maori, uh, um, Rarotongan Maori or Cook Island Maori, is that right? Yeah, because I was, I I remember being with Mia one time, and there was um, some Maori that turned up, and she could understand them, and she even said to me, "I can understand everything they're saying." So um, that's quite um cool to be in a country where. And the indigenous people were closely related, especially in the language, to Rarotongan, Cook Islands. Yeah. We have a lot of similarities in that yeah. language, yeah. yeah. Lots of similarities. And I think it makes you feel like, you know, like you're not all, you're not that far away from home, I guess, when you can see a lot of similarities in, like, other cultures yeah. outside of home. Yeah. Mm. It's it's a good feeling to be able to relate to some things, yeah. Hey, we've got a um, song here that um, Eva asked me to play. <laughs> it is um, <clears throat> it's called. Maybe you can introduce the song, Eva. Tell us about the song we're about to play. Ah, uh, sure. Okay, so this is one of my favorite love songs. It's a popular song back home in the Cook Islands, and even if you don't understand the lyrics, let me tell you: just tune your ears to what's going on in this song, because you can definitely feel the love that's coming through. It's a love song called Mo Piri, and it was sung by um, Tara Kovai, and the composer was John Johnson, mm-hmm. I think, if I'm pronouncing yeah, it correctly. Right. Yeah, and um, he says in one of his videos that, you know, he was inspired by sort of how music was done back in his time and he wanted to bring that back to life. And, um, yeah, it's a favorite of mine and I hope everyone uh, can feel the love that comes through the song as well.
You're on Otago Access Radio. You're listening to Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council on air, DMEC on air. I've got Eva and Mia, my special guests in the studio from the Cook Islands, Rarotonga, and um, we're talking about them being in Dunedin. So over to you, Mia. I'd like to ask you some things about, you know, what you see, where you see yourself being in the future. You know, will you stay in Dunedin, or there, have you got any aspirations that you'd like to fulfil? Uh, good question, actually. Um, my end goal is always to go back home. Yeah. When that will be, I can't say for sure because you know the future is 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 a path yet to be travelled. Um, and so, so currently I, I am content with where I am right now, here being here in Dunedin. Um, future aspirations, it's, it's really funny because like, you know, as a kid, I imagined to be so many things. <laughs> <laughs> and law was one of them. I had, you know, I had so many people in, in my upbringing say, oh, you should go and do law because, I like to argue a lot, (laughs) 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 which I I started doing law here at Otago Uni, and then I decided um, to change my uh, to change my career path, and I did, and I didn't work in what I what you know what what I graduated in. Um, I ended up doing everything else, and now I work for an organization that deals with the environment, and you know I feel the environment is very important and needs to be protected. Um, but 
I would say it hasn't really, I, it did, I didn't really find fulfillment in it. Even though I love everything about the environment and what it, you know, and, and how beautiful it is in its, in its natural source, you know, how, how it, it, how it is without being, um, what you call, fully governed by mankind. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there are parts of our, of our natural resource that should be left alone. Because if we kill it all, then we'll have nothing left for the future. Um, and as, as as beautiful as that is, I find that one thing I am very passionate about is people. Mm. I took me a long time to accept this, <laughs> <laughs> but I find that I I excel when it comes to interaction with people, yeah. and I feel that you know that is a calling that I never really took upon myself until I realized I was like you know there's a need and I wanted to help kind of fill that need or provide to that need and not a need for myself it's a need for others and then the opportunity came up in our church which you know we now have the caravan and it's kind of filled that part of me and it's also kind of nudged me. I, you know, to maybe pursue something in him humanitarian, you know, some, some kind of humanitarian work that's, that's a lot, maybe on a, um, a more bigger scale than what I'm involved with now. Cause, you know, I, there's, you know, with, with doing the caravan and the people that we meet and the people that we service and all this kind of stuff and listening to the people, you see, you hear the stories they share and then you, you, you kind of identify the gaps that need to be filled, but there's just nothing available out there to fill it. And so that's, that's a goal I hope to achieve like just to establish myself in this kind of work and you know if if god willing somebody out there if you're listening over there if you're listening to me somebody out there would love to you know go on this journey with me and you know maybe build something or start something that could potentially you know cater to to the people out there and just Give them what they need, you know, if they're struggling, because it's, it's tough times now. Yeah. And COVID, yeah. COVID did a number on us. Yeah. COVID yeah. really did, did, did do a number on us. Um, but then, you know, this should be a time where we should be really showing a lot of kindness yeah. to people and just, just caring and, and all that kind of stuff. So if I were to say, what's my aspiration from now before, before I get to the point where I, you know, I am going to move back home to my home, to the Cook Islands, mm. it will be to kind of find my place and kind of build a foundation where I can say, hey, I've, I've done this. I've given everything I have. And hopefully it flourishes on its own so that somebody else who's coming, you know, all the younger generations that come up, you know, can see that there is a need to help others, to help other people. And so, yeah, I would say it's human, it's humanitarian work in all forms, however it comes. I'm ready for it. And that's, that's great me. because it takes special people to be, to work with people. And you do seem like a people's person. 
Hang on, I know you find it easy to talk and be with people mm. for being around you. We're just going to take a short break and we'll be back with you soon. It's really cold. Come down to the Kensington by the Oval. Sorry, I mean, come down to the Oval by the Kensington. We have soup. We have cheese rolls. I know you all love the cheese rolls. We have sandwiches. We have coffee, tea, Milo with sugar to your preference. Best part of it all, it's all free. Three sugars, four, five. No, we don't do five. Coffee, one okay. sugar. Two sugars, sorry. Caravan, open every Sunday, 9am to 12pm, rain, hail or shine. Look for us on Facebook, The Caravan. Welcome back, you're on DMEC on air, you're with Peter Kesha, we've got two people in the studio, Mia and Eva, who are from the Cook Islands, and um, yeah, we're just having a chat, and I'd like to pass the conversation over to Eva. Eva, welcome to the show. And um, I was talking to Mia before and asking her about her aspirations. Go and ask you something slightly different in terms like... Um, oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> something like... Um, like um, I was talking earlier on in the studio about how I started off as a land surveyor. Yeah. studied for that, but I ended up becoming a session musician right. and doing travelling. But that was my... I mean, I love doing music. I mean, I love my job as well, but I probably love doing music more. And I got an opportunity to move to Auckland, and then my whole life changed from there. So, like, I'm not, like for you, what things do you love? Like, in, in regards to things like art or things you like doing with your hands. Oh wow! Um, thanks, Peter. Oh, there's so many things that I do like really, really love, love to do. So, I wouldn't so. For those who don't know, like I'm a science student, so I oh, guess okay. like I'm horrible at drawing and and things like that. But I do enjoy doing things outdoors. So right. yeah, um, and I think it has a lot to do with again like my upbringing and like where I come from. I guess so. I come from a so my my dad's actually someone who's you know full on from the islands in the sense of. Um, farming and living off the land is very much something that he yeah. found as a hobby. So growing up, that was my norm. Um, mm. learning how to farm. So learning how to plant taro, kumara, yams, all of these things. So yeah. now that I'm here and away from family, I sort of have come to really appreciate doing things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of walk around and I look at the plants and, and I enjoy going to gardens. I enjoy going on hikes and things like that. Cause I guess in a sense, it's as close as I can ever get to being back home. Yeah. So I think at the top of my list of favorite things to do would definitely be something out in nature. So hiking, going out on jogs, visiting gardens, um, seeing natural reserves and things like that. and But I also, I, I'm not going to lie, I also really do enjoy um, a, going to church or doing church-like activities, so things with youth and things like that. I think that's really helpful because, again, it's got a lot to do with 
uh, my upbringing. And you know, if you grew up in Raro, then you know Sabbath is Sabbath or Sunday is Sunday and everyone goes to church and things like that. So that's another core part of who I am. And it's something that's gone on to be a hobby or something I enjoy as well. So, so you know, you've grown up or been brought up in the islands. Yeah. And I've been an islander myself. Yeah. You must sing as well. <laughs> like I, I said earlier, <laughs> it skipped me in the family. <laughs> well, um, I know that when we were brought up in church, um, we were um, you had to sing whether you could sing whether, or not. Yeah, you had absolutely. no choice. So, and um, back then, um, I got three sisters and two brothers, and we all had to sing in church. And the other thing, um, we were all dressed the same as well. <laughs> so all the boys were dressed in the same. Yeah. Um, colors and the girls had the same dresses, they had the same material. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah. Oh well, I um really um wish you the best in your time in Dunedin, Otipuri Dunedin, both you and um and Mia, who could be like a mentor for you too. Yeah, uh, like so. your older. <laughs> in many ways. In, in many, many ways. ways yeah. Well, she's been here and done it, and <laughs> and um. Well, we can all help you integrate into the community and things, but um, uh, Midiama mentioned about um, you know, being with people and working in the community, which we, um, as you heard an ad run earlier on in this program, that we run a caravan that helps the homeless and the needy, providing free food and hot drinks. But I, I think really what people want is someone to talk to and someone that will listen to them or even just recognise them. Mm. Building that sense of community for them. Yeah. Yeah. And um, every Sunday. Every Sunday, yeah, from Mm. 9 to 12 at at the Oval. And we very smartly roped Eva on board. Yeah, (laughs) and and I love doing it too. Well, it's a good way to meet the community. Absolutely. Or, you know, a certain part of the community. Yeah, it's a um, The real part. (laughs) Well, they're very realistic with their um, conversation. But uh, once again, I'd like to thank both of you, Mia and Eva, uh, for coming in on our program. Didn't need multi-ethnic council, DMEC live on air. And I wish you both the best in, in your endeavours. And um, hopefully we'll, you can come back again and do another program with us. Yeah. In maybe six months' time and see <laughs> where you, you are then. Maybe you, <laughs> you, you are. Maybe you'll be a gardener. And maybe <laughs> you, you maybe I would have started my own humanitarian kind of organization, so to speak. <laughs> with that, with that, you know, I, I know you're out there listening to me. You know, gonna back me up financially. Thank you in advance. We're gonna make this happen. <laughs> so, um, if you got any feedback and you want to cont- uh, comment. <laughs> anything we did just contact Otago Access Radio oh, 105.4fm.org.nz but hey we're going to finish off with a Cook Island song and this was written by uh, a minister here can you tell us a bit about the song uh, Mia uh, so this song is called Toku Tupuanga um, it, it translated in English as my upbringing and it was written by Reverend Tokerao Joseph, who used to be a minister down here at First Church here in Dunedin. Uh, he's moved to Auckland now. And it's a song that talks about, it's, it's in Cook Island language, it's a song that talks about um, Cook Islanders like myself, who live outside of our home country, who live outside the Cook Islands, and we've been living here, we've been living the life of, 
of the country that we, we reside in now. Um, we speak the language of, of the community that we're in, we've integrated ourselves into. And no matter you know, where we live, that, well, no matter what country we live in and the language we speak, you know, all of, everything of who we are, you know, our flesh, our bones, our blood, it's, it's still back home in the compliance song, it's, it's an amazing song, it's just, and if you're a Cook Islander listening to this, you'll understand it.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.